Hi, I'm Darren Peppard. Welcome to the Leaning into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. Leaning into Leadership, episode number 29. Fired up to have you all tuning in. Thank you so much. Recently, I had the opportunity to sit down with my friend, Dr. Randy Russell, to have a conversation about leadership, about things that are happening currently in education, some trends that we might all be addressing, and we had a great conversation. Excited to share that with you. Dr. Randy Russell, for those of you who may not know, is currently the superintendent of schools in Freeman, Washington, and is the founder and president of RLR Leadership Consulting. Randy is twice a published author with his first book, The Three Ships, Relationships, Leadership, and Partnerships, and the follow-up book to that, The Three Ships, Inspirational Passages for Educators. Again, this was a great conversation. look forward to sharing that with you. Before we do that, here's a quick message from Road to Awesome. What if there was one thing that if you focused on that, it would make everything better at your school? I'm talking about improving student performance. I'm talking about improving teacher retention. I'm talking about improving the overall feel and the perception of your school. What would that one thing be? Well, here at Road to Awesome, we'll tell you that it's focusing on your school culture. If we're not intentional about the improvement of our school culture, what might happen is that our culture changes, but it doesn't change in the direction we want it to. Have a conversation with us here at Road to Awesome. We want to help you develop incredible culture where your students and your staff all feel seen and heard and valued, where everybody feels like they're part of something special. When we create cultures that everybody feels that way, all of a sudden we start to see all other things begin to improve. It starts with your culture, folks. Improving your culture starts with a call to Road to Awesome. Our contact information is in the show notes. Let's reach out. Let's get your school culture on the Road to Awesome. And now, let's listen to this interview with Randy Russell, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, Randy, thank you so much for joining me on the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. Man, I've I've been looking forward to this conversation, so welcome to the show. You bet. Thanks, Darren. I'm excited. It's great to be with you, my friend, and can't wait to just talk about what's happening in education around leadership. Yeah, for sure. So, you, you know, you were just saying before before we hit the record button that uh, the the plane is coming in for the landing right now. You got graduation tomorrow, wrapping up the school year. What uh, if people can't see your face right now if they're just listening to the audio, but you look like you're pretty jazzed right now. Like you're feeling good about stuff, man. T- tell tell uh, tell me how things are going. Are you are you looking forward to graduation? You bet. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's that exciting time of the year. You know, you're down to the last week. We've got our high school graduation tomorrow at one o'clock. Um, super pumped about this group of seniors. You know, they've just had a great run here, Darren. And there's a special piece to that, too. When, when you have one of your own children, you know, who's graduating from high school. And so Ryan is graduating tomorrow, too. So that's going to be a little extra special for our family. And then we've got eighth grade promotion. Uh, next week as we wrap up the school year and then our youngest 
Riley is an eighth grader. So we get to have the high school graduation for Ryan, the eighth grade promotion for Riley and all these great kids. Our community is excited. And, and you know, for us, this is the this is one of the biggest celebrations of the year. So how can you not get pumped and excited, Darren? I, I just can't wait for tomorrow. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Ah, that's outstanding, man. I just, you know, um, I, I just shared, I, I, I just shared a post yesterday. Um, Amy Fast, who I'm sure you follow as well uh, on yeah. social media, she had an incredible picture just of the calm before the storm, as she put it. You know, the the image of um, graduation. And, you know, everything is all set up. And she shared a story about a student coming and sitting and talking with her. And, and it just, I mean, it, t- it, it takes me back to those days. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun as a superintendent, as a high school principal, man, graduation was, I, I get goosebumps just, just talking about it. But uh, it's, you're right. I mean, how do you not get fired up, you know, at, at this time of year? Yeah. And Amy, she's such a superstar leader, you know, and, and for us, Darren, having been, both at the principal level and as the superintendent level, you know, it's kind of nice to go as the superintendent. You don't have the pressure like you do when you're yeah. the high school principal, you know, when you're responsible for 400 kids in your graduating class and, you know, all of the pieces of the puzzle that have to be put into place uh, as a superintendent, you show up, you root on the kids, you give your three minute speech and high fives, give them a hug, help with the handing of the diplomas. But, it's really nice to just be able to show up in that role to be there to support the yeah. kids. And it's a culmination of all their success, right? That's yeah. what's so much fun. Yeah. Always just such a great day. I always had my graduations as a, as a, as a principal, we were outside as a superintendent, we were inside except for our one COVID drive up, uh, experience. But, um, every, every year as a high school principal, uh, outside 10 o'clock in the morning, you never knew, a gorgeous weather every single time. So I, I can always, I can always look back with a smile because that was like for a whole week, all I could just like fret about was the weather. You know, am I, am I, if we're going to get rained on, are people going to be like, ah, Darren, what's the other plan? There is no other plan. We are here. We are doing this thing. So anyway, we could, we could riff on graduation forever. Just really quick, uh, Randy will back it up to, you know, for, for my listeners who maybe don't know Randy or don't know Randy well, just, Elevator pitch real quick, man. Tell them who you are, where you're coming from, that kind of thing. You bet. Well, it's been an honor to be in education for 34 years, Darren. You know, started as a teacher and a coach, uh, was able to become a head baseball coach at both the high school and collegiate level, and then got into administration, uh, worn all the hats, athletic director, uh, discipline, curriculum instruction, and then have served as a high school principal. And in my 11th year as the superintendent of the Freeman School District, so I'm in the state of Washington, just south of Spokane. We have a school district of about 900 kids. We're in a nice little P-12 rural school district, uh, just 15 minutes away from 500,000 people. So we have kind of the best of, of both worlds. And, you know, I'm more excited, you know, Darren, this year than I have been in maybe any of my previous 33 years. I, I'm still excited to get up here. Uh, you know, jump out of bed, see kids, work with staff. We've got a great supportive group of parents in the community. And I think that we're also at a pivotal time in education where we really can understand our role as leaders and the impact that we can make for students. And I'm just enjoying it. I'm embracing it. And uh, 
you know, certainly we've learned some, I think, some really valuable lessons, you know, over the last couple of years. And in Freeman, we've had some tough challenges over the last five years. And uh, we're coming out on the other side of that. And, man, it feels good. It feels really good. Yeah, right on. Right on. I appreciate that. I want to I want to go a little further with something that you said, you know, specifically about the kids and um, your path, my path, very, very similar in that, you know, teacher, coach. I was a head basketball coach uh, and a head tennis coach, um, curriculum instruction and discipline, two different roles as an assistant principal, high school principal. So and of course, superintendent um, and as that process played out, uh, I, I first off, I'll say my favorite of those jobs always will be high school principal. Um, to me, that was, you know, I consider myself a recovering high school principal. And, you know, so much of that was because I love that job so, so very much. Uh, maybe should have done a little longer than I did. Maybe maybe I chased the superintendency too soon. But um, you talk about the kids and the thing that I remember hearing, and, and sometimes it was just naysayers who would say it, but you know, you move from this role to the next one. And, you know, I would hear people say, oh, well, you know, you're just going to be that much further from the kids. You're gonna be that much further from the kids. But what you just talked about to me was very much you still having a lot of impact with the kids. Talk a little bit about in your role, you had 900 kids in your district. How, how do you maintain that connection with kids? Absolutely. Well, I think being a superintendent is just like being a classroom teacher, but instead of having 22 students or maybe 150 students like you would as a teacher, you you now have 900 students and 900 kids of your own. So coming from a high school of 1,600 students at Coeur d'Alene High School to 900 students in Freeman, you know, you get to know every student. You get to know their families. You get to watch these kids, you know, Darren, grow up in front of your eyes, you know, this group of graduating seniors, you know, we've been here since these kids were in second grade together. And uh, because we're all on one campus, you know, I get to go to preschool. I get to walk down to kindergarten. I just uh, left a middle school um, academic assembly this morning before we had the high school graduation walk. Uh, Just, you know, earlier this week, we had the high school senior academic awards. Next week, we've got the eighth grade promotion. So, being connected to kids is something that is, it's just the core of you and I and, and what we stand for and kind of what makes us tick. And, you know, we've been fortunate because we've been able to serve in, in leadership roles where we could always stay connected to the kids. And when you have that connection, then you get the energy that comes from it. And it, it continues to drive you, right, and excite you. And, uh, you know, I, I agree with you, you know, one of my favorite leadership roles of all time was being a high school principal. And I never thought I would leave Coeur d'Alene High School as the principal. We had 1,600 kids. We had a great thing going, great staff, awesome kids, very successful uh, with a large high school. And the only position that would have even intrigued me to leave the high school principalship was the superintendent, Cian Freeman. So it really, I mean, it's been an honor to be here for 11 years. You know, I think the average tenure of a superintendent in the United States is somewhere around three to four years. Uh, so to be able to be here for 11 years, I mean, really, it is an honor. And being able to be connected with the kids, I think, is what continues to drive me every day and brings a smile to my face. I walked over to 
our pastries with parents this morning, Darren. We had 650 parents and kids on campus this morning. Um, and you know, you got students that are asking you for your autograph. They want to do the Scotty cheer. You know, they want they want you to come over and meet their grandparents and come to their classroom and see the gift they made for their dad for Father's Day. I mean, that's all part of what drives us, right? And it just keeps us fired up yeah. and excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like I say quite often, I mean, you know, we're, we're in the people business and, and so, you know, it all comes back to, you know, what's happening in our interactions with other people. I mean, it's, yes, we, we need to work very hard around, you know, instruction and around instructional practices and, and, you know, so many of those elements, you know, how, you know, how we intelligently select curriculum and all that. But if we're not doing it based on the people, on that human interaction, then we've completely missed the boat. So I, I love hearing you talk about that because it just gets back to, it just gets back to, you know, we're in the people business, you know? So um, I think that's awesome. And, and so, so let's talk about people, but at a little bit different level. So one of my driving reasons behind leaving the high school principalship and moving to the superintendent level and, and honestly leaving the superintendent level to do what I do now was this desire to support and help grow leaders. I mean, I, I felt like as a high school principal with my three assistant principals, you know, my um, uh, my greater um, principals team, you know, of department heads and, you know, my counselors, social workers, th that type of thing then I had a great opportunity to help grow them as leaders and, and not just an opportunity, but a responsibility. Um, as a superintendent, of course, I got that opportunity. I had a brand new high school principal when I became superintendent. So immediately had that natural opportunity to help grow that individual. I'm curious what, what you see in that, in that role and maybe what you might, might do intentionally to help grow some of those early career leaders that, that you work with. Absolutely. Well, I think it goes back to when we first got into education. At some point in time, somebody taps you on the shoulder, Darren, and said, you know, hey, you're doing a great job as a teacher and as a coach. And, you know, have you ever thought about administration? You're like, no, I've never thought about administration. I want to be a teacher and a coach my whole life. And then you decided, you know, I'm going to try that new experience. I want to take on that new challenge. Right. Yeah. And then you did that. And then somebody came along and said, well, have you ever thought about being a principal? You're like, no, I love what I'm doing as an assistant or I love being an AD. I'm not, I don't want to be the principal. And then you were ready for that challenge as you got some more experience and a little more confidence under your belt. And then eventually for both of us, the same thing happened at the superintendency level. And what we get to do in our careers, Darren, because you go into education for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to serve other people. It's to serve your students. It's to help them be successful. And as we work through our careers, what we've been able to do is have an impact in tapping others on the shoulder. So we got tapped on the shoulder. And then with that experience and some, you know, time under our belt and having to make some tough decisions and navigate some difficult situations, right? Because everybody can lead Darren when it's going smooth and it's easy. You know, the, yeah, the real sure. leaders elevate themselves during difficulty and challenges. That's just a fact. And so right. I love the fact that now it's time for guys like you and I and, and other leaders to tap people on the shoulder, identify that next group of leaders 
And we've been very fortunate to do that, you know, whether that's identifying people to be a assistant principal or a head coach or a principal, you know, in Freeman in the last eight years, we've developed four superintendents, you know, out of Freeman of a 900 student school district. That's something I'm really, really proud of, you know, that you have people that were here as teachers and coaches and administrators and principals, and now they're serving as superintendents and they're doing a phenomenal job. It's not like they're just a superintendent. They're, they're an excellent superintendent. So that brings a lot of joy right back. And it, it makes you want to even serve people in a much better way, Darren, by continuing to tap people on the shoulders. Who are those next, you know, leaders? And, and for us, I think as male leaders, we have a responsibility to tap the shoulder of female leaders to be able to bring more female leaders into the business, be able to have more female leaders in the principal role and in the superintendent role. And it just, it, it brings a lot of personal satisfaction for me. Uh, and I love working with people and I love seeing people be able to elevate themselves and be successful and be the very best of themselves, right? And those are the kind of people that you need in the top leadership positions. Well, absolutely. I mean, essentially what you're talking about is really moving away from transactional leadership and into transformational leadership where, you know, as you say, you know, tapping them on the shoulder, um, I've described it as, you know, an invitation to the table. I mean, either way, it's the same thing. It's, it's spotting talent, spotting ability in individuals and maybe helping them to be aware you know, when, when you were talking about, you know, being tapped on the shoulder, it immediately took me to my first tap on the shoulder. Um, the first principal who hired me two years into my career, she said, her name's Betsy, Betsy Parker. She said, Darren, have you ever thought about going into leadership? And Randy, I tell you, I really think she was the first person to ever use leadership in my name in the same sentence. I mean, I, I don't recall you know, any, any other opportunities prior to that, but it lit a fire. And, and that's what you're talking about is we have to keep our eyes and ears open so that we're, we're ready to help ignite that fire or fan that flame in somebody who needs to be moving into that space. I think that's just such an essential element. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I love being a mentor, you know, with, with 11 years as a superintendent under my belt. I mean, you're learning something every hour, right? Every day you're learning something new. People are like, well, you've been doing the superintendency, you know, for a while, but yes, you're still, you're still faced with new challenges. I mean, the last two years is a good example of that, Darren, because nobody had done that before. I mean, for you and I talking about a driving graduation, right? You know, three years ago, we would never even have thought of having a driving graduation. So just this ability to connect and support people I think is, is really just, it's a calling. And I think people that embrace that again, just get a lot of really, really good personal satisfaction and joy out of seeing other people succeed and do really, really well. And, and this opportunity to now mentor kind of what I call the next generation of leaders. I take that responsibility very seriously. Like if I'm going to mentor somebody, I want to do a great job. It's not going to be just call them, you know, four times during the school year. And no, we're, we're diving, we're rolling our sleeves up, but we're diving all in. 
Yeah. That, and you know what? I think that's a, that's a really important piece there because often, you know, you're assigned a mentor and it's somebody who's just, just going to maybe, you know, punch the clock if you will, but, but really dive in and deep and, and taking it very serious. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. Um, getting back to what, what we were talking about earlier with impacting kids, one of the best ways to superintendents impact kids is by growing those leaders for the next generation. You know, I mean, yeah. we, you're not going to be in your role in Freeman forever. Eventually somebody else will sit in the chair where you are. It's the same with me in my superintendent role or, or, or even in this role. We have to be preparing people to, to take those roles and to help be ready to tap people on the shoulder uh, in the next in that next succession, which 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 brings me to this. You alluded to a little bit with with getting more female leaders to the table and into superintendent spaces and 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 other leadership roles. Something I learned about you recently, you and I had a previous conversation um, that that just intrigues me so much is the development of this women's leadership conference. And, and you've done it, you've done it before, you're getting ready to do it again. Before we talk about the upcoming conference, where did that where did that come about? How did how did you get involved in helping to develop a women's leadership conference? Yeah. Well it, it's a great question, Darren. And you know, as an educator, when you get some experience um, under your belt and you, and you start to gain more knowledge, right, then you have opportunities to speak, present, you know, consult, work with outside groups. And, and our school board has been so supportive of me being able to do that. So I, I formed a consulting company, RLR Leadership Consulting, and it's got one pur- purpose. And that is to serve, support, and help as many people as possible. So when we started offering some trainings and professional development and a few, you know, elements to help grow the next generation of leaders, I started having conversations with my wife, who's a teacher. And in our family of six, Shauna, Emily, and Megan are all teachers. I'm a superintendent. Ryan, our senior, is going to go into business. He wants nothing to do with education at all. <laughs> and then Riley, who's going to be a freshman next year, wants to be an educator. So I, I feel like we're going to have five of the six of us are going to be in education. And I've heard from them as well as my female colleagues and friends that there just isn't a lot out there that's been available to support, you know, the female leader, especially at the principalship and superintendent level. So last summer I was flying on a plane to Washington, D.C., with uh, my good friends, uh, Dr. Michelle Price and Creston Barr, who are both superintendents in the state of Washington. We were talking about professional development and training and what's what's missing out there. And they were talking about this void for women's leadership. So within four days, Darren, we had basically talked with some of the top female superintendents in the nation, Christy Wilson, right? Uh, Michelle Price, Creston Barr had to, uh, had some other conversations with Heidi Seip, um, all award-winning top-level superintendents at the female uh, level of leadership. We developed a conference. We put it together, held it last Spokane. Our inaugural conference had 40 participants. We had uh, Christy Wilson from Buckeye, Arizona, Heidi Seip from Oregon, and um, Lisa Phelan 
who is our amazing principal here at Freeman, where our speakers. And it was just such a success that before we left the conference, it was a two day conference. They had already planned out the next conference. Like the ladies that participated had already said, Randy, we're doing this again, same place, same weekend, same location. And so that's how we, we came about coming up with the second one. We've got Xandra Joe Galban coming in as our keynote on Friday. We've got um, Katara Johnson, who is one of the top national experts around equity and diversity. And then we have Heidi Seip, who's an award-winning superintendent from Oregon and, and state superintendent of the year, and, and another panel of really top-level female leaders. They planned it all there, and they put it all together. And I just basically kind of helped coordinate some things. And it's in the middle of October, and we can't wait. Registration's already filling up. People are already talking about it. Uh, we're just really excited. And I think it's part of the responsibility that you and I have in our roles and with the leadership impact that we have and the influence we have that we can do a lot of good by helping grow more female leaders. And, and it's easier for us as guys to actually move that needle than it is, I think, for the females. Because then people say, well, that's self-serving if the females want to yeah. push the agenda. For us, it just makes sense, right? And it helps. I mean, 50% yeah. of the kids in, in Freeman are boys and 50% of the kids here are girls. And Lisa Phelan, who's been our awesome elementary principal, she's going to be an assistant soup next year in Freeman. And she's one of the four that has kind of grown up within the Freeman system. So it's just a real calling, Darren. And I'm really proud of us partnering, you know, with these amazing ladies to offer this conference because it's going to be another great conference. I, it's outstanding, Randy. I, I love the work that, that you and that team are doing. And I think maybe the thing I love most about it, it was that it's just simply a grassroots. It came out of out of a conversation, just a, you know what we ought to do, and then you just did it. Um, and now, you know, I mean, just everything about this um, for for my listeners right now, everything about this should be making your ears perk up and say, "Wow, I really need to get to this." But wow, if if that all of that wasn't enough to hear. Zandra Joe Galvan is going to be your keynote. Um, we, yeah. had, we had Zandra on the show um, a while back. She's, man, you talk about a dynamic, brilliant leader. Actually, you know, all of the leaders you talked about there are, she's just such a dynamic individual and so, so um, just nationally known. She just continues to grow, grow her brand and, and you know, really promote uh, her school district. So I think it's fantastic that uh, you're putting together that kind of a lineup. Folks, I will make sure that the link for the conference is in the show notes. So you have an opportunity just click right on that um, if you want to register and get into that conference. Because I have a feeling, Randy, that 40 is going to be a, that that's probably already long since been passed, right? <laughs> yes. And, and to connect with your own mission of serving other people, this fits right in with road to awesome, right? I mean, yeah. th this, this is all about developing next level leaders. It's about supporting, uh, it's about helping, but it's also about having access and availability, Darren, for people to be yep. able to grow their skills. Because ultimately, if the teacher gets better, if the coach gets better, if the principal gets better, 
if the superintendent does a better job, right, then the yeah. kids win. And, and this is really about kids winning. And that's that road to awesome that I love that you're doing because it's, it's really about how do we take it up a notch? How yeah. do we help our teams and our staff be able to serve in a better way at another level and, and then ultimately the kids win and benefit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our kids, our kids have to be the end user that we keep in mind and, you know, increasing the number of female leaders in the leadership space that benefits kids at the end of the day. Um, I'll, I'm, I'm going to stay on something with from, from Zandra. She talked about when we had her on the podcast about having a teacher who, you know, essentially was a little disrespectful to her and, and, she asked, you know, well, who's your boss? And okay, well, who's that person's boss? Ultimately getting to, you know, who's the superintendent? And she said, I'm going to be that person someday. And she yep. is in that exact district. And, you know, now she provides that that incredible role model for the young females uh, and, and specifically for her, the young Latino females um, yep. or Latina females in, in her district. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I appreciate that you, you, you know, you connect that with our work at Road to Awesome. I mean, we are all about growing leaders. That's what we do. And as you were talking about the conference, I'm thinking, how's Road to Awesome get involved in this? How do, how do we support that? And, and even if that's just us dropping a link in, uh, in the Leaning into Leadership podcast show notes, by all means, I mean, whatever we can do, because ultimately, if we have great leadership, that moves its way down all the way down to our kids. And, um, that, that, that's what we want to see happen. So, um, well, thank you, Dan. Yeah. And you know, with us yeah. partnering together, right. And helping each other and supporting each other, then, then we can connect with more people and, and yeah. that's how we can give back, right. That's how we can contribute is to help support more people to be successful. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, oh, we could go so many places with this conversation right now, but but here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to go to our I'm going to go to our last question, uh, the same question I ask everybody here um, on the podcast. And you've hit so many different spaces that you're already leaning into leadership, but that's that's where the question takes us. So maybe if you want to go deeper into one, or if there's a separate area, you know, Randy, what, how are you leaning into leadership right now? Yeah, well, for us uh, here, close close at home with Freeman is having a few new board members. So in the last couple of months, you know, we've lost 20 years of experience uh, at the school board level in Freeman. That's a lot of experience. And, and yeah. that means that those, those two gentlemen and I have been together that whole time, right? And uh, having a great board who is supportive of the leadership team is the model of how a school district operates. And we're really fortunate that we have not had a board member that wants to get on the Freeman School Board with an agenda. They don't have an ax to grind. They're not coming in to fire the basketball coach, right? They're here to serve kids, support the leadership team. So that's happening right here. We've got a couple new administrators, Darren. And so being able to watch, you know, our team really just shine and, and really blossom has been just, again, very uh, satisfying on a personal and a professional level for me. You know, we've got we've got folks on our leadership team who have been in Freeman everywhere from six months to 35 years. 
and everything in between. And one of our sayings is new player, new team. Every time you have a new player, you know, you're in October, you've got 24 kids in your classroom, a new student moves in in the third week of October, you've got a new player, you've got a new classroom. You have somebody join the board, new player, new team. You've got to go back and support and coach, you know, that group. And then I think, you know, again, appreciative of our leadership team and board that they know that being able to work with other districts, provide training, provide support, being able to speak, being able to take the time to do this awesome podcast with you, Darren, you know, that's part of embracing and leaning into the, to the leadership as well. Right. And it helps keep me sharp. It helps keep me focused. It helps me continuously improve, which ultimately then I'm going to do a better job as the superintendent here for the staff and the kids and the families in Freeman because of that opportunity to work with others. And so I'm very appreciative of that and I don't take it for granted. I new player, new team. I just, I'm going to go right at it. I'm going right at it. I know that was supposed to be my last question, but it's not. Um, (laughs) I, I love it so much. And, you know, Obviously, as somebody who is an expert in culture and climate and the, the leadership work I do is always going to be around, we've got to focus on our culture and our climate. That keen awareness that every single change changes your culture, changes your organization is so critical. How, how do you make sure everybody buys into that? Yeah, well, there's a couple things that we do. Um, every single new staff member in Freeman gets a mentor assigned to them. Everybody from a two hour para to the superintendent and school board, we all get a mentor assigned to us when you come in new. So that's one of the big things that we do. The second thing that we've done, Darren, is we've actually created with the staff expectations for employment. So I meet with every single new staff member when they get hired, somebody that may be driving a three and a half hour bus shift all the way up to a brand new third grade teacher. I meet with them, get a chance to visit with them, get to know about them, learn more about them and their family, you know, their background, their experience. Uh, We talk about Freeman, talk about some of their goals. And then I lay out to them these bought in team expectations for employment with every new staff member and they're pretty basic but they're important and like the number one thing is you've got to be nice like in order to work in freeman you have to be nice you've got to be nice to the kids you've got to be nice to the staff you've got to be nice to parents you've got to be nice to community members and one another right and so when people know what these expectations are for employment we just simply don't have the personnel issues Darren, because people have bought into it. And that's what establishes the culture. We call it pride, commitment, and caring. We are Freeman. That's kind of our our line or our saying or whatever you want to call it. And when you go outside of Freeman, people call it the Freeman family because we take care of each other and, and we treat each other like family. So when somebody new comes in, we help coach, mentor, and train them around how we're operating and how we're doing things here. And Darren is a new employee. You also have some skills and some experience and some abilities, which you're bringing to the table 
which is also going to help us improve. So it's a constant cycle of improvement to help us get better. That, and that's, and I tell everybody, we need new players. We want new players because this helps create the synergy around innovation, creativity, and energy and excitement for next week, for next year, for our future. That's awesome. And, and you know, we did not get to the book, but you just did. Because, folks, if you if you haven't grabbed Randy's book, The, the Three Ships, and I know there's a, there's a, a partnership uh, book that just released uh, last year, too. But relationships, leadership, partnerships, that is the three ships right there. And you just hit all three of those without me even having to ask you about that. Um, maybe just a real quick uh, on, on the partner book, the, the new, uh, the Inspirational Passages book. Yeah, so I reached out to 20 of my friends and colleagues and I asked them if they would be willing to share their favorite story from their career. And so they gave me their favorite stories and we turned those into the inspirational passages. So if you're looking for something that's very upbeat, very inspirational, uh, something that you wanna use with staff to get things on a positive note, help that culture, Darren, the Inspirational Passages book is a great book for that. And I've heard back from so many people, they just love the stories because most of the stories are about kids. It's their favorite yeah. student, or it was a really tough student that it took them a while to get through, right? Or is it about an experience that they had, a lesson they learned from a, one of their own kids uh, that they were serving? So yeah, thanks for sharing. It's been fun to be an author, and you know that. Because oh, yeah. you, you've got your different pieces that you worked on and your published pieces. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to be able to share part of your story with others. Yeah, that's I think that was my biggest lesson learned when I wrote uh, when I wrote Road to Awesome. I struggled and I struggled and I struggled. And then somebody just said, just tell your stories. Oh, well, that's easy. I got a million of those. We all yeah. do. And that's exactly. what people want to hear. You're right, is is the story. So thanks for thanks for expanding on that a little bit. Um, folks, I'll put links to both of those books in the show notes as well. Grab a copy of those. I have the three ships. I'm getting inspirational part, uh, passages. That'll be, that'll be one of my upcoming reads for sure. So Randy, thank you so much for spending some time on the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. Man, I loved this conversation. You bet. Thank you, Darren. It's been awesome spending time with you. So proud of the great work that you're doing and appreciate you having me on as a guest. Thank you, Darren. Absolutely, Randy. Thank you so much. What if there was one thing that if you focused on that, it would make everything better at your school? I'm talking about improving student performance. I'm talking about improving teacher retention. I'm talking about improving the overall feel and the perception of your school. What would that one thing be? Well, here at Road to Awesome, we'll tell you that it's focusing on your school culture. If we're not intentional about the improvement of our school culture, what might happen is that our culture changes, but it doesn't change in the direction we want it to. Have a conversation with us here at Road to Awesome. We want to help you develop incredible culture where your students and your staff all feel seen and heard and valued, where everybody feels like they're part of something special. When we create cultures that everybody feels that way, all of a sudden we start to see all other things begin to improve. It starts with your culture, folks. Improving your culture starts with a call to Road to Awesome. Our contact information is in the show notes. Let's reach out. Let's get your school culture 
On the Road to Awesome. And now, let's listen to this interview with Randy Russell, and I'll see you on the other side. As I've been working with districts around the country this year, helping them really focus on that team dynamic, that really struck a chord with me. Anytime you've had somebody new come on to your team, there's a gap that exists in kind of that institutional knowledge. You know, they haven't been in the room for all the conversations. They haven't been in all those trainings. And so really be intentional about getting everybody back up to speed. I had a conversation with a superintendent just the other day, and one of our conversations centered around her desire to have all of the initiatives owned equally and in a shared way from everybody on the team. Well, if we don't take the time and we're not intentional about bringing everybody on that team up to speed, that will never happen. So make sure that we're intentional about this work. This actually is work that we do here at Road to Awesome. We're happy to help out. We'd love to hear from you in terms of how we can help your leadership team do exactly what Randy talked about. Now, the second thing I want to hit from Randy's interview is the Women's Leadership Conference. It's October 10th through the 13th. I put a link in the show notes so you can go check it out yourself. Um, And the descriptions that I've had from Randy, the conversations that he and I have had about that particular conference, folks, believe me, it's going to be worth your time. It's going to be worth taking a look at it. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I know he has uh, Zandra Jo Galvan, who was a guest on the podcast as well, as one of his keynote speakers. It's going to be a phenomenal conference. So make sure you check that out in the show notes. And now it's time for a pep talk. Earlier this week, I was at the Jostens Renaissance Global Conference in Orlando, Florida. Now, those of you who know me well or follow me quite a bit know that Jostens Renaissance has played a big, big role in my life. It's really a big part of why I am the leader that I am today. And being back in person at that conference for the first time in three years was honestly an unbelievable experience. Uh, This was the first time I'd attended the conference unattached, if you will, from from a school. I went simply as myself. I wasn't a superintendent or a principal or an assistant principal. I was there to represent Road Dawson, but most importantly, I was there just to be a part of the Jocelyn's Renaissance Conference and to to get my own re-energizing taken care of, to get my cup refilled. And that's absolutely what happened. But I'll tell you, I actually came away even more so with a new sense of purpose. You know, I, I found myself on the plane ride home thinking repeatedly, how do I best help others achieve whatever they're trying to achieve? How do I best serve others? Definitely, I have a lot of experience in the school leadership space, in the school culture space, and that's the work I'll continue to do. But how do I best help individuals. Thinking about some of the conversations that I had with people during the conference, I had a great conversation with a handful of new leaders. How do I support them? How do I best help a brand new leader who's launching into their their principal career? How do I best support an aspiring speaker? I had three different people who stopped me during the conference and just asked me about how do I step into the speaker space? How do I get this going? Then, how do I support teachers who need a lift, who need that boost, who need that support? I can tell you it was very reaffirming about the work that I'm doing here with Road to Awesome, with coaching new career principals, those early career principals. How do I best support them? to 
to help them be successful. Go through the same experience or a similar experience to what I went through when at first I was struggling and then I was able to work with somebody who helped me move from being a firefighter to truly being a leader. How do I best support those aspiring speakers? Through the coaching work that I'm doing partnered with Brandon Beck, how do we help people on their journey when they're ready to create that side hustle or actually move fully into a different space as I have done? And then finally, teachers that are needing that lift. I'll tell you what, that's the message of Road to Awesome right there. I want to be able to help lift teachers up and let them know that they truly matter. I got a lot of hugs, a lot of thank yous, a lot of tears from folks just listening to one of the four sessions that that I put on at the Jocelyn's Renaissance Conference. So again, it just really reaffirmed for me what it is that I'm doing and how it truly makes a difference in the life of others. I tell you this not to produce a commercial for Road to Awesome, and I realize now that that's kind of what that just sounded like. Rather, I tell you this because we have to make sure we're sharing our knowledge. We can't hold that back. There's so much knowledge that each of us have, and the more we share it with others, the more that actually lifts us up. There's an incredible quote by Pat Flynn. If you don't follow Pat Flynn, make sure you do. But he said, the more people you serve and the better you serve them, the more rewards will come your way. That to me is what it's all about, and that's what your pep talk is about this week. Keep in mind, the more people we serve and the better we serve them, the more rewards come our way. Share your knowledge. Don't hold it back. You've got this. If you still have a little summer left, enjoy what you have. If you're getting ready to head back to work, I hope your cup is filled. I hope you're energized. I hope you're ready to rock and roll. And I hope that you have a road to awesome school year. I'll catch you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Leaning into Leadership podcast brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review, and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.